Welcome to Adventist Reflections, your network sharing character-building ideas. The ideas shared here are not professional advice. If you need advice, consult with your doctor. Now, to discuss character-building ideas, here is your host, Dr. Denzi. Hi, family. Welcome back to the Adventist Reflections Podcast. Today is episode 3 on the Book of Hebrews. Let me ask you something and think. Have you ever tried breastfeeding milk? I'm not talking about you being a baby and telling me, yeah, 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 my, ba- my mom breastfed me. Maybe you didn't have that chance and that's fine on. That's okay. As, an, as a conscious human being, have you tried breastfeeding milk? I have. Now, before you go on to have the wrong ideas and consider this as a, as a gross exercise, let me tell you that I recall my children being breastfed by my beautiful wife, and sometimes my wife will express milk and point it in, put it into little bottles so that our babies could be fed when she might have been away. Um... And uh, maybe when she was standing at the time. So, the milk was in bottles. Then it was put on fridge, in the fridge. And when my wife was not away or around, or she was very tired, I was the only source of care. Most of the time. So I would get that bottle, I would warm up the milk, and I would give it to the baby. But those of you who are parents and who have fed a baby will know that when warming the milk, it is important to first try to ensure it's not cold nor too hot. There is that um, backhand test that we all do where you pour the milk on the back of your hand to make sure that if you tolerate it, because that is a sensitive area of your hand, then maybe the baby will tolerate it too. It will not be too hot. Well, one day... Let's say I just thought, hey, wouldn't it be good to try and see what it tastes like? To too much of my wife's disgust, of course. Now, I will not go on to say that I enjoy it, nor that I dislike it. You see, it is the best source that God has left for neonates to feed and to gain the right nutrition. And with that nutrition, the neonates, the babies, gain their strength and they go on to grow and grow. But have you ever thought, why don't we continue to drink breastfeeding milk? As a matter of fact, let me just challenge you and ask the question, have have you ever thought, why do we continue drinking milk at all? It is clear that all mammal creatures within uh, the kingdom of animals, as well as humans, we are mammals too, we, tr- we wind off the milk after the first stage of our development. When you look at all the animals, they never go beyond that stage. Well, the idea here is that everything serves a purpose as appointed by God for a time. The last few weeks, we studied about the divinity and the humanity of Christ. That is, we have asserted that He is God, and when He came, as He promised, uh, as, as the Son, He was also human. 
we concluded that Christ has the ability to empathize, to understand, uh, to to resonate with your sufferings because he went through sufferings and through temptations, through tests that were difficult for himself as well. As the author of the book of Hebrews gives such evidence, he then asks the nation to consider they not uh, to consider them not to return back to their old ways. He is asking the people, "Don't go back to where you come from. Don't forget whom Christ really is." This is of extreme importance because the Jewish nation was so used to the sacrificial system which was indeed established by God as a means to cleanse their wrongdoings, but moreover so as as a means to point to whom was to come and to who was to come to fulfill all those faith-filled uh, earth-made sacrifices, that is Christ. They were so used to such sacrifices here on earth, killing the lambs and all those animals, shedding the blood, that they were missing that Christ was the one who was to fulfill such salvation. He was to be the real sacrifice, the, 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 the sacrifice, the, the promised son, the one that would redeem the world from, from every, every sin, from every wrongdoing. But the nation prone to fall back into that very tasty thing that they like, that little milk. Just like most in the world today keep on consuming some sort of milk when many a times we are no longer in need of this because such stuff at some point in time becomes irrelevant in our lives. So it was about the sacrifices on earth to cleanse sins. They were meaningless after Christ died on the cross. In fact, in episodes to come, we will discover that such sacrifices saved nobody indeed. Yes, you heard it right. The sacrifices saved nobody indeed. Hey family, have you listened to our mental health podcasts? Listen to Dr. Danzi and Dr. Nard's ridiculously serious ideas shared in a fun, frank and transparent conversation. The Gluten Time podcast is your podcast. You can also find a version in Spanish called La Hora del Gluten. Remember, Gluten Time podcast. As the narrative continues in chapter 3 of the book of Hebrews, the authors point out, or the author rather, the author points out that some people regarded Moses as a great leader, as someone to be exemplary, as the one to follow, as yet the author, uh, the author makes clear that people really appreciated the example in the leadership of Moses. And yet the author makes clear indication that Moses was not Christ, for Christ was above Moses. The priesthood truly belonged to Christ. And yes, it was, it was given to Aaron, you know, the brother of Moses, and his children as an exemplary of a very dim shadow of what the priesthood of Christ is all about. When you think about this, it makes sense that the priesthood belonged to Christ because he, being God, established it with his Father and the Holy Spirit. Moreover, when I think about this, I think that it belonged to Christ because he was appointed 
by the Holy Spirit. God, Christ, is of the priesthood of the order of the Holy Spirit, for he was born of such a spirit to come and fulfill the promise given to redeem the world from the disobedience that took place since the Garden of Eden. In the letter to the Hebrews, in chapter 4, is spoken of Moses' house. But yet, in chapter 3, the same thing is talked about. Moses is compared with a steward placed in charge of the affairs of his master's household. Then referring of Christ, it is said that he is the man Christ Jesus considered as deserving and whom is counted as worthy and to whom is due more honor and glory than Moses. This will have been hard for the Hebrew people to understand, for the nation to follow, because it was like removing the milk. And even, even though the milk giver was appointing this system and this change, even though the milk giver appointed Moses first to lead the people, they forgot that Moses was just a medium. Just Moses was just somebody that God had given for them to understand what God wanted them to understand and to be led here on earth. The reality was that Christ was and is the builder of the house. He was not just the steward. So Christ deserved more honor than either the house or Moses, who was a steward of it for a time. The Jewish believed in Moses and then in the sacrificial system, and, and they had faith that it was a great system, for, uh, for in their in the system they found restoration, mental, mental sanity, peace, that they knew they were doing what Moses said, that God said that they should do. Indeed, God said it himself. Now Paul, the author of Hebrews, is building his case for them to have faith in Jesus Christ. Not just to have faith in that sacrificial system, system that was of no point anymore, but to have faith in Jesus Christ, the one who is the image of God revealed, and the one who came as fully man to die for the restoration of their connection with God. Next time you eat your nice, healthy, and rich granola. When you're about to put some milk on it, remember this episode and don't hold back. I love my soy milk. But the one thing I invite you to remember the most is that the promised son came to be the perfect sacrifice so that you and I can be exonerated, so that you and I no longer are found guilty when we accept such sacrifice on us, so that no longer are we in need to sacrifice little lambs, no, long, no longer do we need to afflict our bodies, put on these ceremonial systems. We no longer need to afflict our minds, our souls with lashes, chest hitting or penitences because none of this save you and I. It is time to accept Christ, the Lamb of God that takes away your sin, should you so accept. As God calls you to embrace Christ for whom he is, for being God himself and for what he in his full humanity did and suffered here on earth, I am hopeful that such embracing becomes a practical reality 
in your life today. My name is Dr. Dancy and today, today I love Christ, my God and my Savior, the promised Son who takes away my sins so I return to them no longer. How about you? Thank you for staying with us. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter as Adventist Reflections. Remember, you are phenomenally created.